When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. Well, hello and welcome to the tiny stage hour of Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across the region. And that includes all of New England every Tuesday night, 8 till 10, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, and not only is this the tiny stage hour, it's also the official start to the Almost Famous podcast. If you're listening to us when we're not live tonight, welcome to the show. And tonight we are on the tiny stage with the amazing Susan Catano. How you doing? I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> it's good to have you back. It's been a while. I know. <laughs> Always love having you here. Uh, me too. I so for, for those who might not be familiar with Susan Catano, give us a quick introduction as to who you are. So I am a Boston-based singer-songwriter. Um, I do what I like to call New England Americana. So it's kind of like Bonnie Raitt with a twang, I would say. And uh, I, uh, I, I love like songwriting, and I actually do that for a, a living. I, I'm a songwriting professor at the Berklee College of Music. Celebrating 20 years there this year. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. I know. It's a long time. Um, I think we realized that I I think I've listened to and critiqued something like 8,000 songs. Wow. (laughs) It's a lot of songs. Um, But I also love songwriting and I love performing too. And so that's kind of me. I'm from New Jersey originally, and uh, but I love boston and call boston home and slowly but surely i'm developing an accent so i'm working on that that's awesome yeah (laughs) yeah very cool and and there's there's quite a number of albums that are that are under your name out there so talk about what's available musically so um my latest album i i decided to look the fact that the music industry is a dying art right in the face and and laugh at it and so i released a double album in 2017 called the hammer and the heart and uh the hammer is the electric side and the heart is the acoustic side and um i'm i'm all about collaboration and and trying to bring in more musicians into my life and into celebrating music with me and so there were 41 musicians that i brought in on that project wow. so i have a lot of uh collaborators and and uh co-writers and um i produced the thing myself and i was so excited because it um it came in at number one on the Billboard Heat Seekers chart, which was really cool. And then it was uh, uh, the number one, uh, it had the number one single on folk radio and was um, was one of the top 10 albums of 2017. So it was pretty awesome to be to be recognized that way by by the music community. So And that, that seems very unusual too for, for even a double album to, to, yeah. to go that far. That, that's really incredible. Congrats on that. Thank you. Thank you. Let's uh, not waste any more time, Susan. Let's do your first song. What are we listening to first tonight? All right. So this is kind of my manifesto. I decided to start with the bang. Um, okay. I wrote this song and I actually recorded a rock version of it with with the Bottle Rockets on the hammer, and I recorded a folk version of it with the Boxcar Lilies on the heart, so I wanted to start with it. I love that. And by the way, that's a new guitar you're playing tonight. That is! I'm playing Pearl. <laughs> Fantastic. I want to talk more about that, but let's hear the song first. Okay. 95.9 WATD, Susan Catania on the Tiny Stage.
The heart beats louder than the dollar Shines light in a world gone darker Draws joy in permanent marker Work hard, but love Susan Catano tonight on the Tiny Stage on 95.9 WATD. So talk about how you wrote that song, if you would. Well, so um, it was funny because I, uh, I I have been really feeling like, what is the point? Like, wh- why do we make music? Like, what is, you know, and, and I thought if I'm going to continue to do this job with like, with kind of like no guarantee of any 
I don't know, a, a financial stability or, or, you know, you just never know. I might as well love what I'm doing. And I was like, you know, yeah, it's important to work hard, but it's really more important to love hard and to love harder than you work. And so that kind of led to the start of the song. And then I started to think about like all of the times that I've wasted in my life and all the times that we waste in our lives kind of worrying about stuff. And and I thought, no, you know, the answer is that you should remember to be in the moment and you should remember that that enjoying what you do, enjoying your life is really important. And that's kind of where the song started for me. Absolutely. So true. Great well, and advice. Then it, well, and then it was so interesting because right after that, I had this terrible accident where I fell head first down a flight of stairs and like broke multiple bones and had multiple surgeries and really took a long time to recover. And I remember thinking... Thank God I wrote that song because that's, it's funny how I, I almost felt like I wrote the song and then needed the song <laughs> once I had the accident. I was like, oh, I'm glad I wrote this song because this is really what I have to remember. Almost like a musical premonition. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me write like success, writing about success. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. Now, when you you, you wrote that song, um, it, it appeared on, on the double album. Uh, w- yeah. Uh, on one disc as a rock track, on one disc as, as a more acoustic t- type track. Yeah. When you wrote the song originally, how did you envision it? Oh, I I don't know. I actually hadn't thought about it that way. Um, I guess I wrote it on acoustic guitar, and I think I'd heard it in a more Americana. So I would say I definitely heard it more rock than I did folk. But then at the time, I was touring with um, these two wonderful singers as part of the Boxcar Lilies, and they are just lent their beautiful harmonies to the song and suddenly it was, I could reimagine it as a, a folk song. So I think I maybe heard it as a rock song the first time. Yeah. That's, cr- that's great. Love yeah. it. That's cool. <laughs> um, and also uh, one of the reasons why you're here tonight is to promote uh, a residency that has re- recently relaunched. Yes. So um, I am doing an every third Thursday of the month residency at a place in Somerville called the Union Tavern. It's at 345 Somerville Avenue in Somerville. How awesome is that address? And um, I'll be there this Thursday with my band. I, I love um, I love Springsteen and the, the E Street Band, and I'm trying to kind of recreate a, a girl version of that with with me as the headliner and nice. as the front woman. And we're, it's Susan Catania and the Big Loud Band. And love we, it. We are big and we are loud. I was just uh, <laughs> recently listening to, I think it was uh, uh, Rumble Doll from Patti Scalfa, which yeah. is just what a great album oh that is. Oh my God, I know. So Springsteen's good. Mrs. Bruce. Mrs. Right, Boss, Mrs. Bruce, Mrs. Boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. That is Susan Catania. Susan, share with us your, your website and uh, any social media links you might have out there. Um, so uh, I, am, I am, can be found under a one-name moniker because I, I am like Cher and Madonna. Uh, I am <laughs> the Madonna of Americana. Um, I'm at susanmusic.com. That's so, easy enough. See, isn't that awesome? You don't even have to remember the really hard Italian last name. And, you know, it's it's awesome. So susanmusic.com, Susan on F, Facebook.com, on FB, I think, .com. Just look for Susan. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and the album, where's the album available? Uh, the album is available on all platforms, everywhere. Apple, Spotify, um, 
uh, iTunes, uh, Bandcamp, SoundCloud. Also, obviously, on my website at susanmusic.com. Excellent. And any any plans for a follow up? Yes, I'm actually I'm actually writing three albums. All right. <laughs> because <laughs> I think Bruce did two, that at one point. Two wasn't enough. So I I am in the middle of uh, a folk project that I'm writing um, that is going to be. I'm, I, th- I think I'm going to call it, I'm going to say it because then it'll be, it'll be true if I say it. Um, I'm writing a folk album and it's called All is Quiet. And then I'm doing a, a rock album, um, uh, hopefully with a band that I'm going to hold off on announcing that. But I've got some rock songs that are more kind of anthemic band things. And then um, I'm doing a side project with a, a wonderful artist named Paul Hansen who is with a band called The Grown Up Noise. And we started writing together and we now have like nine songs and we have, a, we have a band name and we're called Honest Mechanic. I believe I saw Paul Hansen, I want to say it was last year, he um, did pretty well in the, the Lizard Lounge Open Mic Challenge main event. Oh, nice. He with is, George Woods. He is so, he's such a cool writer and together we're a really interesting combo. I would say it's kind of like... It's it's kind of the harmony base of the Civil Wars with a more modern pop current indie sound like Bell and Sebastian. So um, it's really interesting. And so I'm hoping to record that one as well. Very so, cool. Yeah. Looking forward to all of that. I'm really busy and I, I love it and I, I'm, you know, I'm working hard and loving harder. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Let's do some more music. What are we listening to next? All right. So I think I'm, I'm going to try a brand new song um, that I wrote um, for uh, my daughter. And uh, I'm going to share it and hopefully it'll be okay. Um, so my daughter recently turned 18 and I'm very proud to be her mom. And my mom recently turned 92 and I'm proud to be her daughter. <laughs> And I started thinking about uh, mothers and daughters and daughters and mothers and uh, thinking about what we inherit as women and what we pass on as women. And um, so I wrote this song and I'm going to give it a try tonight. All right. What's it called? It's called Borrowed Blue. All right. Susan Catano, 95.9 WHD, the tiny stage is yours. Mothers and daughters Cut from the same cloth We promise our hearts Till death do we part In front of the same God We say I love you Then we say I do Then we spend years Saying I'm sorry More than we have to Something borrowed Something and mothers 
carry the same scars We question our worth, what we deserve We inhabit the same dark We say I love you Then what do we do? We put ourselves down, put ourselves last Look at our lives, a half-empty glass That's something borrowed Something blue We've been handed down this sorrow But we wear it as if it were true Something borrowed Something blue Something blue That's Susan Catano, 95.9 WATD. Great job on that. Thank you. It's still new to me. So I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm playing it on the radio. Yeah, it's But great. that's okay. Sounds amazing. Thank you. Did, uh, did the musical genes get passed down to your kids? Oh, yes. No, I don't. Musical genius. Aren't you funny? Um, so my son is a drummer, and he is uh, he's pretty good. And he has played with me and uh, rehearses and practices a lot and has really like honed his craft. So yeah, he's pretty good. And my daughter loves music, loves singing, but I would say she's more of a visual designer and a writer. So she's a great uh, fiction writer and is is studying uh, fashion design. That's awesome. Art is art. Yeah, art is art. Exactly. Yeah. That is Susan Catano. She's on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD. Susan, we have to take our first time out of the night. Does that work for you? Yes, of course. All right, and we have more with Susan after this right here on 95.9 WATD and 95.9 WATD.com. Brought to you each and every Tuesday by Tiny and Sons Glass. It's true variety from the past. And the best of the present. I want you to be happier. I want you to be happier. 
This is the South Shores Radio Station, 95.9 WATD. And we are back on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across the region, meaning here on the South Shore, into Boston and all across New England, brought to you every Tuesday by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea. Tonight we have some live music to introduce you to during the 9 o'clock hour. It's the Tiny Stage Hour, and joining us in studio is Susan Catano. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Always great to have you here. Thank you. I'm so grateful that you're doing what you do, John. Thank you so much. From, my pleasure. From the bottom of my heart and from the bottom of everyone, every musician's heart in the area, thank you. Thank you for oh, what you pleasure. do. my pleasure. You make my job easy. So. Oh, you're so nice. <laughs> I'd have a very boring 120 minutes here if I didn't have the music to share. <laughs> and congratulations to you. You're nominated for a Boston Music Award. As are you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited about that. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. And you've been nominated for a couple of years. Uh, this is the second time second, for me. Second, awesome. So I went for the first time last year, and I was, you know, it's. It, I have to say that it was so awesome to hear that I got nominated again, because I'm like, oh, my God, it wasn't a fluke. Like, <laughs> it actually is true and real. And so I don't even care if I win or not. I just am really psyched that my name is on there. You Absolutely. And, 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 you know, by this point, the BMAs are, are basically an institution in the Boston area. I mean, yeah. everybody from Aerosmith to the Cars to New Kids on the Block yeah. have been recognized by them. So yeah. Yeah. just some great stuff coming out, coming out of this area always. Yeah. Now it's always good to have, you know, some recognition. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, I also know that there are some musicians that haven't gotten on the roster of the Boston Music Awards and who are equally fabulous. So I think that, you know, what do I think of awards? You know, awards are, I don't think a lot of them because it's not everybody's on there who should be on there. Exactly. Um, But I think that the Boston community as a whole is very, very vibrant. We have a great music scene and I'm glad that, that there's any opportunity for people to hear that. You know, and, and like you said, you can go to any club, any night of the week yeah. in the city, and you're going to hear great original music. It's so good. And most of the artists you're never really going to hear from again. So just you know, it's, that's why it's crucial to really support those artists that are that are putting their music out there that you really enjoy listening to. Yeah, because we're always almost famous. Exactly. <laughs> Very oh <true>. God. <laughs> For those who missed the first part of the show, Susan, give us another introduction as to who you are. All right. So I am a singer-songwriter from New Jersey originally, and uh, I, I practice what I preach, and I teach songwriting at the Berklee College of Music, and um, I love... I love co-writing. I love songwriting. I'm kind of a songwriting geek. I, I think I pride myself on on um, really being able to kind of explore what makes a song tick. And um, I love writing in general, love singing. So I'm a performer and I perform around town and also um, starting to branch out nationally, which is really fun. Really cool. Yeah. So what came first in your life, your love for teaching or your love for music? Oh, definitely my love for music. <laughs> yeah, because I mean... Oh, no hesitation I, there. Yeah, because I came from a musical family, so I've been singing since I was... I made my first album when I was five. Okay. Yeah, we were like the Von Trapps of New Jersey. Like, we, my mom would parade us around and we would perform in four-part harmony around town. 
That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it's interesting. It's like, oh, <laughs> there's that. And she used to rewrite the words to famous songs, and we would perform them. So at like people, and I don't, I don't, I think maybe people liked us, but I also think that she was definitely like, oh, my children are going to perform for you. And, <laughs> and I'm sure sometimes people were like, oh, great. Thanks for that. But uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> so definitely music before teaching. Music, music has always been in my life. That is so cool. So. And uh, I, I knew a, a residency is uh, yeah. coming up. Uh, well, well, one of the nights of a residency is coming up on Thursday. Yeah. So um, I, I, I'm very blessed because in this town, this vibrant musical town, uh, the amount of residencies that are fronted by a woman are very few and far between. And so I'm one of them, and I'm very grateful to have that, to have, to be able to do that. And, um, so I'm there the third Thursday at the Union Tavern, um, every month. And because I am also an advocate for women musicians, um, the way the, the show goes is, um, I come out with, my band, it's the Big Loud Band, and we do the first set, and then there's a middle set where I try and feature a, a local or a national female artist. So this Thursday's artist is Allie McGurk. Awesome. Love her. Yeah, she's wonderful. And Powerhouse vocalist. Yes. Fabulous. Fabulous. And next month's artist is Julie Rhodes. Oh, another powerhouse so, vocalist. Yeah, I'm very excited. to. So they'll do like four songs in the middle. And then my band comes back in the end, and then hopefully we'll do some collaborating songs together. So Fantastic. Can't yeah, wait. It's really cool. Sounds amazing. Uh, let's do some more music from you. What are we listening to next? So I thought I would do um, another song from uh, The Hammer and the Heart. Um, this song I co-wrote with a wonderful artist named Mark Arelli, which if you don't know, listeners out there, if you don't know Mark Arelli, you should check out Mark Arelli because he's amazing. Really pushing to get him on the show sometime soon. Oh so my God, he's hopefully so that great. Happens. If I can help, let me know. Thank you. Um, I so might hit you up on that. <laughs> he is great. And he, he, I recorded this on my album and I'm, I think he is actually going to release it on his album too, which is really exciting. So it's called The River Always Wins. All right. Susan Catano, 95.9 WATD, live on the Tiny Stage.
Fishing poles and born-again souls Lovers with their hearts ablaze I've always been there for the lonely in despair I took a few in my dark embrace Susan Catano on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9. W.A.T.D., awesome job on that. Thank you. <laughs> Love that song. One of my favorites on the album. Thanks. Um, so before you played that song, you were talking about the residency in Somerville and your support for, for uh, women musicians. Mm-hmm. And I know you, you're, you know, you're kind of a, your sweet spot, I guess, in songwriting is primarily in the country world. It is. and It's in the country world and it's in like really... Like strong women songs, like Absolutely. women, you know, with a woman's point of view, which I'm actually not embarrassed or ashamed about. Fantastic. <laughs> the reason I ask is because I know, and it's come up quite recently um, in the past year or so, is lack of women artists being played on country radio. Ugh. What's your thoughts on that? <laughs> it makes me so angry. I can't tell I agree. you because it's not because women aren't writing good music. And it's not because we can't garner CD sales or listeners. It's that... Uh, it seems to be just about numbers. Like, it, you know, this this survey shows that yeah. guys don't want to hear two or three women in a row for right. some odd reason. I, I don't know why. And that's, you know, what, one of the good things about this station is we ignore all the data and all the numbers and we just kind of do what we want to. But for some of these stations that are being run by, you know, massive corporations, right. I won't mention any names, but yeah. we have many of them here in the Boston area. They, mm. they you know, c- c- it comes from the top, it comes from New York, it comes from L.A., that, you know, our numbers show that these are the songs that need to be played. And if you, you know, you can't astray from right. from the list. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like uh, kind of maybe even it to be too broad but maybe even nationally there is uh this kind of um i would say uh, over the past 10 or 15 years this kind of embrace of the masculinity of, of the masculine Bro it kind of kind of that. and not even through country music like in general and i think that there is definitely the pendulum is swinging back i i believe i believe it is time for uh, both, you know, socially, politically, musically, I think women are going to start coming into the fray. I, I really... And that's why I have to give, you know, credit where credit's due, especially, you know, on the Boston market. Carolyn Cruz over at WKLB. Sure. Um, Jessica on the Bull. I mean, they're giving voices to not just female country artists, but local female country artists at the same time. Yes. Who are wonderful. Oh, my God. There's so many. So you must see a ton of them come wonderful. through Wonderful. 
wonderful singers and wonderful songwriters. So, you know, I mean, the the thing that uh, that sometimes makes me sad is, you know, I'll hear like a young female country artist um, whose catalog is, it's almost like because she's been raised on, not on Taylor Swift, like later, because she's been raised on bro country, her songs are about women drinking in bars, which is fine if that is actually what's going on. But I think that there is a whole host of song subjects that are being ignored. If you think about like somebody like Loretta Lynn, right? Loretta Lynn, Dolly Parton, they wrote about their lives as women. Yes. And I think that that voice has is not being heard right now. And that makes me so angry and so sad and so like I feel righteously indignant about it. <laughs> I want to change it. But, you know, hopefully hopefully the, the tide is changing. So as a, as a songwriter, as a teacher, as somebody, you know, of, of influence in the community, what, what can be done? Well, I mean, I think uh, certainly, uh, I mean... Somebody like you, uh, radio DJs can can play women music. I think that you know if there is a, a lineup of some sort for a show, I think that women of should be considered. I think all genders should be considered. You know, I think that you know it's time to to open things up to other sounds, to other genres, to other genders, to other musical styles, and and that includes women in that. I was um, a sponsor of the Lizard Lounge Open Mic Challenge this past weekend. Mm. Uh, George Woods always does an amazing job hosting. And there was a comment on Facebook by um, somebody from the music scene that said that they were disappointed in the the number of women that were taking part in the open mic. Right. Um, and George, you know, pointed out that there were actually quite a few women in the competition. And it turns out the end of the night, the final three contestants, actually the final four contestants were all women. Yeah. So, you know, no matter what, a woman made it to the, to the final two rounds. So. Well, but in a, you know, uh, he, his numbers and George is great. He's so, amazing, it, yeah. but George was like, you know, of the percentage of people that come to the open mic, it's predominantly men who it come is. to the open mic. And you're like, well, why is that happening? You know, and sure, it could be that the environment isn't conducive to women feeling like they can come, but I don't think that's it. I think that women, you know, especially if you're a woman of a certain age, if you have kids, you're home. You can't be at an open mic for seven hours, you know, which it is when, when you go and sign up for that. So yes. I think that there, there are other extenuating circumstances that might be why women are not coming to that open mic specifically. Yeah, exactly. And so. if we can change those little things, you know, we could, you know, who knows what can right. happen in the music world. Right, right. That is Susan Catano, and she is on the tiny stage tonight. Guitar in hand, Pearl is the guitar's name tonight. <laughs> Speaking of women in music. Yes, so, that's uh, right. <laughs> let's hear some more music. What are we doing next? Um, I think I'm going to do... Oh, I think I'm going to do a song um, that uh, I wrote when I found... Oh, let me hold on. Let me just change that. Um, I found my old love letters, and... I realized that, you know, there's the person that you are before you have your first love. And then when it doesn't work out, there's kind of the person you are after your first love. And um, I wanted to write a song about that, so I'm going to try this that one. That sounds cool. Susan Catano, 95.9 WATD.
Susan Catano on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Amazing. Thanks. Very nice job on that. Thank you. Is it difficult to be both a songwriter and a teacher of songwriting? No, it isn't actually. Because I think like 
one informs the other, which informs the other. It's like a beautiful, vicious circle. <laughs> because I think that as a songwriter myself, um, I am trying, always trying out new things that will help me through writer's block, for example. Or, you know, if I can't get a song done, I'm like, oh, let me try this. Oh, let me try this. Oh, oh, this worked. And then that definitely ends up being part of what I teach in the classroom. Because I'll be like, this worked for me. Maybe it's going to work for you. And vice versa, when the students come in with a song, like, oh, for example, I have one student that I've been working with for about two years now. And she writes songs in a way that I have never seen anyone do this. And I'm like, I got to try this. So she comes in with an established track with somebody else's song. And she sings over somebody else's song, a completely different song over someone else's song. And so, yes, it's in the same key, but that's really the only thing that's similar about it. So she uses the template of someone else's song as as her song. Like, I've never heard anyone do that. So definitely, my students are teaching me things every day. And I'm like, I got to try that. I have no idea. Like, she sings around the leads part of the other song. So like somebody will be like, na 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 and then the music will be like, da-da-da, and she'll be like... They're singing da 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 da, and she'll go da da da. Like it's the coolest thing. It's like we have a term in music called counterpoint, where it's one thing is doing one thing, and then another part will be doing kind of a mirror image of it, the reverse of it. And it's almost like she's her songwriting process is writing a counterpoint melody to a lead melody of that someone else's amazing. song. It's the weirdest thing, but I love that. So definitely, you know what kind of what I learn in the world outside and also not just songwriting, touring, booking, um, doing a radio show, uh, performance stage techniques, all that kind of stuff I bring into the classroom. And then everything that the student brings in to me, you know, I find really inspirational. And I love, I love being with somebody when they're on their journey of becoming a songwriter. That's really a wonderful place to be. So are you learning different trends in music from your students and then teaching those trends as your teaching progresses? Well, that makes sense? Um, yes, but I think that I'm not really learning the trends from the students. I'm actually learning the trends because I'm trying to study the trends as a teacher. Like, I think it's important. So it's staying ahead of the curve a little bit? Definitely. Oh, definitely. And I think that, you know, what's interesting for me is kind of um, seeing a trend and then seeing it, uh, noting it and being like, huh, is, is it something that I want to teach? Because sometimes the trend is not a good thing, for example the weird pronunciation of some words that are occurring in pop music is like super weird and strange. And also misdressing is something that I'm a little bit of a, a Nazi about. I kind of hate that. So I, I'm not going to teach that in the classroom, but I definitely am aware of it and aware that it's super popular now. And it's interesting to see that kind of uh, bleed into the students' work that they're doing. It's influencing their work. Really cool. Yeah, it's It's fascinating. I want to try and squeeze one more song in before our next break. So what are we doing next? Oh, okay. So what are we doing next? We're going to do... Do we have time for two more? Oh, fabulous. Okay. Um, uh, I think I'm going to do When Love Goes Right. Okay. So I wrote this song um, with uh, Bill Kirchen, who is known as the Titan of the Telecaster. 
in, uh, he's out of Austin. And he's been married to his significant other for a long time. I've been married to my significant other for a long time. <laughs> and we decided to write a song about that. The beauty of that. Sorry, just tuning because it's, okay. it's important. Share your website too while you're tuning up there. So I'm at susanmusic.com. Um, you can find me there. Or you could find me at the Union Tavern on Thursday of this week in Somerville. Uh, the show starts at 8.15. With Allie McGurk. Yeah. Ready to go? Yep. All right. Susan Catano, 95.9 WATD, the tiny stage is yours. Fireflies are sparkling in the August heat. That's the main attraction out here in the yard. On the very last of our lawn chair days, we're leaning back to taking all the stars. Feels like heaven's coming down to this. Just lovers in the night. Nothing more, nothing less. That's what's left when love goes right. All the love that's come to stay in this old house You see it hanging in the pictures in the hall We made it through the hard times and a thousand tears Cause a thousand kisses made it worth it all Just lovers in the night Nothing more, nothing less That's what's left when love goes right It's the same face across the kitchen table And it's the same moon hanging in the sky when you wear your years together It's something beautiful The perfect way your hand fits into mine When all our worldly cares Have been put away And it's almost time to turn in for the night We'll hold Just lovers in the night Nothing more, nothing less That's what's left when love goes right That's what's left when love goes right 
nice Susan Catano on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WHD. Great job on that one. Thank you. I, my guitar was a little out of tune. Yeah, I couldn't tell <laughs> at all. Okay. It sounded beautiful. It's Pearl. Yes. She's new. <laughs> Excellent. Tell us where you got her. Uh, so it's actually a cool story. I was down in Texas at a music conference and uh, I went to a guitar store and uh, I thought I was going to buy a Takamini. I've never bought a guitar that's my own guitar because I happen to be married to a fabulous man who collects guitars. So I've only played his guitars and I've never owned my own. And I saw this tailor and I played it. She's a mahogany tailor and um, I bought it. And then I went home and wrote a song about uh, a female outlaw from Arizona named Pearl Hart, who with her her dastardly boyfriend named Joe Boot, I mean, can you imagine? That's like the real a real thing. <laughs> she robbed a stagecoach and then felt bad about it and turned back around and gave everybody in the stagecoach a dollar so that they wouldn't go hungry. And then, of course, was caught and sent to the Yuma County Prison by Sheriff Truman. I mean, the details are fabulous. So I wrote this song called about Pearl Hart, and I nicknamed the guitar Pearl. Excellent. It's a cool story, right? So you might see her on Thursday. Definitely you'll see her on Thursday, and hopefully she'll be in tune then. Fantastic. <laughs> we have to take our final time out of the night, um, but we have time for one more song. Does that work for you? Yes, that's wonderful. It's true variety from the past. Yes, it's true. And the past of the present. This is the South Shores Radio Station, 95.9 WATD. And we are moments away from going to the Americana Rama Show with Mike Joshua. In the upstairs studio, I'm John Shea. This is Almost Famous, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Being joined on the tiny stage tonight by the incredible Susan Catano. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. Sounding great tonight. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Anytime. John. Thank you for coming down to the South Shore. We always love having you down here. And uh, you actually recorded the live album down here somewhat recently. I did. I did. It was done at the Spire, and which is a fabulous performance space. And I just, every time I go there, I'm like, you know, there are some places that have a magical sound to them where you just feel like you can sing forever. And and that the Spire is that kind of place. Like I was like, oh, I can sing for a thousand hours in this place. <laughs> like it's so wonderful. Awesome. And yeah. speaking of singing, there's a, a residency show coming up on Thursday. Thursday. Uh, if the wind doesn't blow the oh blow my the venue god, away. I loved hearing that weather report. I'm like, <laughs> let everybody let it let the wind blow you to the Union Tavern yes. in Somerville. There's a song in there somewhere. Coming the from the cold for some hot music. <laughs> Excellent. So give us the details. Allie McGurk is, is the featured artist that Allie week? McGurk is my middle artist. Uh, yeah, she's going to be doing four songs. It'll be uh, me and the Big Loud Band. We are Imagine, a female-fronted E Street Band style anthem, anthemic rockin' night. Love it. Can't yeah. wait. Awesome. Thursday night in Somerville? Thursday night, summer, we start around 8.15, and we're done by 11. So you can go home and still catch the late news. I like it. Right? Very cool. And uh, your website? 
My website is susanmusic.com. And awesome. come and find me there. Sounds great. What are we going up to uh, the top of the hour with tonight? Uh, up with a song called Field of Stone. Fantastic. Susan Catano, get home safely. Thank you again. We'll talk to you soon, and best of luck on Thursday. Thank you. When I was ten, the highwayman broke ground and broke the heart of my hometown. They tore down oaks to plant eight rows of asphalt, laying that black top down. You can't go Gone